Verity for breakfast. And our Prime Minister, Mr Malcolm Turnbull, he has said that Australia, we are going to stand in solidarity with the UK and its allies. Australia is set to expel the undeclared intelligence officers along with 21 other countries who've sent 130 diplomats back to Russia in what the UK has declared the largest collective action in history. It's been confirmed here in Oz. We're going to follow suit, expelling two officials based at the Russian embassy over in Canberra. Here's a little bit of audio from reporters asking the Russian representative over at the UN and also an American representative their thoughts on the US expelling their diplomats. Very unfortunate and very unfriendly move. Uh, we were informed 12 of our diplomats uh, are expelled uh, from here and they will have to leave by, uh, by the second by the second wave. I mean, I think you're seeing an increasingly um, move of bad judgment by Russia. And when we see these espionage tactics that are taking place right here at the heart of the UN, we can't have that. And this is really not just us, but multiple countries saying all of these actions have to stop. This the US actually led the charge overnight, ordering around about 60 diplomats. The Ukraine set to send 13 home. The newly re-elected President Vladimir Putin has already expelled a number of British diplomats. And the move is in response to this attack that happened on Sergei and his daughter in Salisbury, southern England. The pair remain in critical but stable condition in hospital after that attack that happened earlier this month. And the US has given the expelled Russians seven days to leave and the Australian government expected to give intelligence officials the similar amount of time. Very interesting. Verity for breakfast. Mr Barry Urquhart on the line with me from Marketing Focus. Talk topic we have this morning, which is surrounding that of home-based businesses, Barry. Yes, it is, Verity, and good morning to you and all your listeners. I think that this is a subject that is seldom spoken about because it's seldom put up into the minds of a lot of people just how many home-based businesses there are in Australia. Overall, there's 2.5 million businesses operating in Australia, and it's anticipated that some 1.1 million of those are home-based businesses, and more particularly in Western Australia, anywhere from 120,000 to 130,000 businesses operating within Western Australia are here as a home-based operation. Do you find that a lot of people really find it quite easy to adapt in working from home and having these businesses operate or it can be a bit hard to begin with? Well, it all comes down to discipline, productivity and momentum. And it is a situation where a lot of people are distracted and they aren't disciplined. And therefore, their performance standards slip away quite profusely. So consequently, in the working environment, we've got to start to think about, do you walk from the kitchen into the living room and is it a different environment and a different frame of reference? Or is there the distractions of family and activities within the property that are going to minimise your actual output and effectiveness across the board. Is there any advice from you, Barry, for people that are finding it difficult? 
I think that one thing about businesses, it's all about interactivity. So you've got to be able to get up there and say, my intent is that I've got to interact, I've got to reach out, connect and engage with those with whom I wish to deal. Now, the thing that we've learned is that to a large extent with online purchases, when you're dealing with a business, you've not got loyalty, you've not got repeat business, and there's not an engagement sufficient. So we need to be accessible across the board. It's an interesting phenomenon, regardless of whether you are in an office or whether you're working from a home-based business, increasingly meetings are not taking place in the offices of the people who are participating. They're agreeing to meet at coffee lounges and that type of situation. So it is always a very good idea to plan your day, to plan your week and activities, and then determine how much of my time needs to, or ideally should be, centered in interacting with people, and don't be afraid or is constrained at all to say, well, I operate from home, therefore I must meet people at home. It's a matter of getting out there and interacting with those with whom you wish to do business with above all other considerations. Barry, thank you so much for a quick couple of minutes of your time this morning and talking to us about home-based businesses and really interesting discussion and look forward to chatting to you next time. Looking forward to it, Verity. Verity for breakfast. breakfast. Triple M. Triple M. And today is actually Quirky Country Music Songs Titles Day. I know it seems like a long title in itself, but it's a day to be thankful that we we can have a bit of a chuckle at titles like this. Uh, Deanna Carter wrote a song called Did I Shave My Legs For This? Also, <laughs> Joe D. Messina wrote a song called My Give a Damn's Busted. Yeah, I feel you, Joe. Justine Moore wrote a song called You Look Like I Need a Drink. <laughs> Lots of great ones. Uh, Shania Twain, though, is in the list as well. Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Apparently that's a quirky country song music title. Hank Williams Jr. wrote a song called Fax Me a Beer. Well, if only. Kenny Chesney, She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy. And um, this one has become a personal favourite of mine. And you're the reason I'm hanging our clothes outside on wars. How lovely is that? You're the reason our kids are ugly. Loretta Lynn and Conway Twitty. Verity for breakfast. breakfast. Around the towns for the Shire of Northam. Heritage, commerce and lifestyle. With Vicky from the Shire of Northam. Very exciting. It'll be here before we know it. We've got the big motorsports festival coming our way. Yes, it's back again. What kind of things can we expect when we come along this year? So it's a whole weekend, really, of fun, I guess. There's Saturday, you can see the hill climb up at Mount Omni. That's going on during the daytime over there. And then Saturday evening, they've changed things up a bit this year, and they're doing a Twilight Motorcana on Minson Avenue. So they block off Minson Avenue, and they've got cars racing, racing around during that. This year, we've also teamed up with them, and we're putting on a concert that evening as well. Oh, very nice. Have we got our local refractory road getting that in one is that? Rum Jungle. Oh, wonderful, Rum Jungle. Yep. Nice. So that will be starting around 5 o'clock. The band will be on at 6 and goes till about 9. Brilliant. And that's being located where can... That's, that's at on the, the Sound Shell. Oh, Sound Shell, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Wonderful. And then on the Sunday, uh, they close off all the roads. The cars are racing around everywhere. Family fun day. It's going to be really good this year, I think. Wonderful. Are you excited to see some of the old vintage cars? Oh, we love them. We yeah. love them. And it's always a nice photo opportunity, so bring your camera along. Brilliant. Well, with the family fun day, will there be much food stalls and things around on the 
the Sunday to go and see as well? There will be food stalls in the park, but yep. all the local food places will be open as well. Well, hopefully we get a wonderful turnout for 2018. I think we should. It's going to be a big one this year, so thank you for checking in. Verity for breakfast. And Northam has been named in the top five regions for unemployment for young people here in WA. This is according to a new report that's come out. Anti-poverty organisation the Brotherhood of St Lawrence analysed the Bureau of Statistics data for its report titled An Unfair Australia, mapping youth unemployment hotspots in our state to also show that the unemployment rate for young people aged between 15 to 24 in the labour force here in WA was at... 13.4%, which I'm assuming is maybe perhaps not as great as it could be. According to the report, one third of all unemployed people in Australia are aged 15 to 24. I just was listening about your unemployment figures on the radio then. Yeah. It, it beats me to, to try and figure out why 15-year-olds are unemployed when they're supposed to be at school, school. until they're 17. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very fair, fair comment you make there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> The 27th of March. Happy birthday to any listeners out there that were born on this date. 2013, some Australian history here, really not that long ago, was it? Our longest road bridge spanning from the Maclay River and surrounding floodplains over New South Wales was opened to traffic finally on this date. In 1998, the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, approved the use of the drug Viagra. There you go. Pivotal moment in history, I think. And also on this day, 1973, the actor Marlon Brando, he declined the Academy Award for Best Actor for his career-reviving performance in The Godfather, the Native American Actress Shashin Littlefeather attended the ceremony in Brando's place, stating that the actor very regretfully could not accept the award as he was protesting Hollywood's portrayal of Native Americans in film. 1979, Paddy Boyd and Eric Clapton were married on this date. And in 1987, these guys performed from the roof of a store in downtown LA to make the film clip for this one. To where the streets have no name, an absolute classic. And apparently they attracted thousands of spectators, as they would, and they brought traffic to a standstill. The police eventually had to stop the shoot.